What's up, everybody? You're listening to Salah's Corner with the one and only Salah Muhammad. So for everyone who doesn't know me, kind of odd to just tune into some guy talk about random stuff that's completely unrelated to you. So on this particular episode, I wanted to give everyone a deep dive into who I am, why I've built this platform, why I've built this podcast or why you should be tuning in. Um, the best way I found to do that is to have myself interviewed instead of just giving you a monologue into why about me. Don't get me wrong. I love talking about myself, but uh, I think the best person to do that would be my best friend, the love of my life and someone who's been my biggest supporter, uh, Bree. So today she's going to sit down and interview me. Um, we're going to discuss a number of different things. Honestly, actually, I have no idea what we're going to discuss. She prepared all of these questions uh, before I got a chance to see. Here we go. Okay, so uh, thanks for sitting with me, Brie. You're welcome. <laughs> so just to be fair to everyone, she is super nervous about doing this. She is not an uh, extroverted person like myself. Um, I like to be in the center of the room and drawing all the attention on myself. Uh, Brie likes to be on the sidelines judging everybody. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not judgmental. But. All right. So I'm going to, uh, we're going to do something a little different on this episode. We're going to turn it around and um, she's going to ask me whatever question she has that I think will shed some light on uh, everything for you guys. So does it feel odd to be the one being interviewed instead of the interviewer? Of course not. Like if anyone knows me and especially you, like I love talking about myself. So any opportunity I have to go on my uh, long rants and monologues, I I'm all for it. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, what got you started. So um, that's a very broad question. I mean, it, I feel like I'm a person that's held a number of different jobs um, and have experienced things and like through multiple lifetimes, but just like in one. Um, you know, at different points of my life, I've I worked in hospitality management. I've worked in sales management multiple times. I've worked in retail management. I've I've been you know I've managed automotive centers. I've I've done so many different things that it's kind of opened up the door to a, a, a it exposed me to a lot of different things and it's allowed me to see things from multiple different perspectives. Um, but none of them were my passions. None of them is something that I really wanted to do. Um, what has really driven me and what's been at the heart of everything that I do is just reaching out to other people and helping them through whatever process um, that they need to be getting through, helping them reach their fullest potential. And that's kind of what has drove me into starting all of these different platforms, whether it be my blog or the podcast not something that I look forward to be successful for myself or make a ton of money, but how can I give back? How can I speak to something to help broaden someone's perspective? How can I encourage people to participate in political process? How can I help people so that they can be the best person that they can be? Have you always had a passion for politics and writing? Uh, not writing. Um, politics, 1,000%. I've always loved politics. Even I remember as a kid getting up on, this is going to sound super nerdy and super weird, but I remember getting up Sunday mornings and watching Meet the Press as a kid. Yeah, I know. It's super nerdy. But like that was always something, the debate format always intrigued me. Just how politics was covered has always intrigued me. Writing, I not so much. I, I hate writing, actually. I don't enjoy the process of writing, 
but I enjoy the fulfillment of being able to get uh, what's in my brain out onto page and, and what what I'm able to share with other individuals and the feedback that that's gotten from it. You know, that part I love, that part of being able to share something that I can't always articulate well when I'm speaking. It's just something that's beautiful when it comes out. But that process, ugh, I hate it. So um, since writing has been a bit of a challenge for you, um, what made you decide to create a blog? Uh, I, I, even though I hate the process of, you know, and, you know, maybe the, some of that, just a little bit of self-reflection and I'm thinking inside my own head or speaking out loud, um, you know, maybe part of that process is I haven't completely found the right process for myself, uh, but I need to get stuff out of my head. You know, I have all of these different arguments with myself in my head all the time. You know, I, I pick having two sides of the same argument in my head and some of it just needed to get out in some format, whether it be I've written, whether it be verbal, you know, and I discovered that a lot of people, as much as I love it, a lot of people don't want to just hear me rant all the time. So the best format for me to share my perspective and to share some information with some people was through a uh, written form. What's the process been like for you? Grueling, difficult. Um, you know, I, I juggle working a full-time job. I juggle being a parent. I juggle, you know, providing for a family. So it's, it's, it's been very difficult. Um, but at the same time, there's a little bit of satisfaction in the difficulty. You know, I think if it were easy, I would have probably quit a long time ago. You know, I, I'm not someone who... Um, you know, looks for something that's the easiest thing to do and, and just go for it. Weirdly enough, you know, maybe call me a masochist, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thrive in those uh, busy periods and those contentious periods where it's up to the minute, it's up to the second, you're up all night, you're, you're up until two in the morning, you got to be up at five in the morning. I thrive in those type of environments. So is it, is it easy? No, but it's, satisfying. What's been the most difficult aspect of having a blog and starting a podcast? So not to monologue too much. The most difficult part has been figuring out all the technical aspects of starting a blog, building your own domain, starting a podcast, finding the right recording equipment, finding the right um, kind of everything, everything that comes with getting your podcast launched on multiple platforms, getting your blog your your blog domain launched um you know all the aspects of that have been a little bit challenging because i don't have a team to rely on that is an expert in any particular field i've been relying on uh tons of research and just my you know my friends and loved ones really uh to toss ideas off of and to to build it from literally nothing so that's been probably the most difficult challenge the other part has been getting comfortable with throwing my content out there you know i think in the beginning you're so self-conscious and you're so nervous of how you're going to be received but i think the biggest part is you just hope that you grow throughout that process so there are a ton of blogs and podcasts out there nowadays what makes salah's corner different what's your mission my mission is to encourage as many people possible to be engaged in our political process i think after the election of donald trump and how i saw the the political climate in the country you know 
I realized that more people need to be involved, more need to more people need to speak out, more people need to be active in what's happening. That's the only way they're going to make a difference. So my goal is to help educate and not just tell them how to vote, but just tell them to vote, tell them to be involved, tell them to learn a little something so that they can make a positive impact on their life. Are you nervous? Sometimes, you know, I, I think, you know, my, my obviously my first episode of the podcast just launched. So I'm nervous on how it was received. I listen to myself. I can't I, I find it an extremely difficult time to listen to myself. So just editing my own podcast is like stabbing myself in the eye. Um, but I, you know, it's that that's a part of the process. So I listened to the first episode of my podcast and I critiqued the crap out of myself. Like every little thing about the episode I critique. But at the end of the day, like I had a commitment of it's posting December 4th. So I need to, however it comes out, that's what I need to do. And I, and you just, you just hope to improve for the next one. Where do you get your inspiration from? This is going to sound super cliche and, and not necessarily my particular style, especially for like the people that know me intimately. I, I'm, in, I, I'm inspired by people. You know, I'm inspired by the drive in people. I'm inspired by the hardships they endure. I'm inspired by their stories. And part of what this platform aims to be is that I can share those things that inspire me with everyone else and hopes that it inspires them as well. Are there any particular bloggers or podcasts that you've gotten inspiration from that you follow? Yes. So that's been another part of this process is not listening to everyone and trying to just copy and mimic what they're doing. So a number of different, uh, different podcasts that I listen to, one is um, uh, Clear and Vivid by Alan Alda. He is that guy from MASH. Um, if anyone knows what MASH is, I honestly, I actually could not stand watching MASH I hated that uh, as a kid. <laughs> and it's so funny that now I'm now like listening to a podcast by him, but it, it's very insightful. And it, he approaches the podcast in a way where he very similarly, he tries to build relationships through differences and expanding upon the expectation that, you know, we, we have to think the same to all relate. You know, I think that's what makes us unique uh, is that we don't all think the same. It, 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 it's what actually builds bridges is that we don't think the same. We are not the same people that we're able to find different ways to connect. Obviously, this podcast is going to be focusing on, on focusing on a lot of political and social issues. So other two that I listen to that I've gathered some inspiration from is um, Why Is This Happening with Chris Hayes is an extremely political podcast. And I, I find that um, you know, he's been part of his podcast has been building kind of a breadcrumb trail as to how we got to this moment in political history and just offering some insight into not necessarily where we can go, but helping people figure out what they can do um, with the information that's out there. Um, and then the other one is Code Switch. I absolutely love Code Switch because it takes politics and social issues on a different spin. And it shows, you know, uh, how different races interact with different things. And again, going back to that clear and vivid with Alan Alda podcast, um, you know, your interp your your experience is your experience. Um, it's never right or wrong. It's just your experience. And I think, you know, whether you're black, you're white, you're you're Asian, you're Hispanic, you're 
uh, or Latinx is the I think that's the new term for it now. Um, Don't I, ask I, me, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's uh, Latinx, uh, but. It, no matter your background, that your experience, you're never, you're never wrong for your experience. You're never mi- ill-informed or misinformed because of your experience. It's just your experience. And I think once we get past the you su- you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z part of things, we can start to connect on different levels. What's one takeaway you want people to have from your blog and podcast? I want them to start to feel that inspiration that I do, that humanity and and the world around us is inspiring and no matter how crazy it gets no matter um you know what's happening in our political life what's happening in our immediate community what's happening at work what's happening with our loved ones that there's inspiration to be found literally everywhere some of that is going to be shared through stories of an arduous journey um some of that is going to be shared through many moments of failure, but there's always some sort of inspiration to continue on and to improve not just your life, but the life of everyone around you. Tell me one thing that your listeners would be shocked to know about you. What? I have no idea. Um, What one thing, man, I mean, does it have to be anything like related to anything specific or it can be whatever you like one question people would be shocked to know i wouldn't say shocked but just something that someone doesn't know is i from kindergarten up until 12th grade i went to because of like transferring and moving around a lot i attended about seven or eight different schools at one at one point i was between like second grade and sixth grade, I went to a different school every year. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of that was just because of you know family dynamics. So we were moving, we were being evicted. You know, at one well, a few years later, there was one stint when we were just completely homeless for like six months, and had to move like to St. Louis for the summer before finally being able to move back. So yeah, one thing. So I know that um, a question that you are going to continuously <laughs> ask people. It's my you... it's my new, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like everyone has that one thing, that re- one recurring theme that they do on every episode. So I think this is what you're alluding to. Okay, so what's your most favorite thing in the world right now? My most favorite thing in the world right now. Aside from me. Uh, ooh, good one. That's a that's a that's a pretty good one now. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's my most favorite thing, but the one thing that I'm starting to become obsessed with, it's a it's a book, it's a collection of um written work from Tanahasi Coates. It's called We Were 8 Years in Power. Um and it journeys or or journals his uh his life and different stories that he's written through the 8 years that Obama was president. It, it the opening itself is like unbelievably powerful and just it kind of really outlines what how we got to this point in politics that we are you know how how we got from you know the first black president to Ta-Nehisi Coates calls him the first white president and in the context of like the first white supremacist president like how we got from a black guy to who was very pro-black, who was very much about building a society around hope 
and progressing on that on that mantra to a guy who literally has members of the KKK marching in the streets in his honor, like how we got there in eight years. So it's it's an incredibly powerful book. I highly recommend people read it. We were eight years in power by Tanahasi Coates. Okay, that's it. That's all I've got. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. It was a pleasure. How did how did uh, how did I do? I think you were wonderful. I think you were wonderful too. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, I want to give a very very special thanks to Brie Wilson. Um, again, I really cannot do this podcast without her. She has been one of the biggest supporters, uh, and like I said, really patient as I've. I spent a lot of late nights on the couch writing and recording until two or three in the morning or I get in the bed and I'm on the phone writing on my phone until two or three in the morning. So I, just a really big thank you to her. Um, oh, just one more thing. I want to hear from you. I desperately want to hear from you. So email me any questions or topics you'd like me to cover. Uh, the email is realtalk at salazcorner.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Salas Corner. Um, I'm really open to a lot of different ideas and just furthering the conversations that we have here offline. I think that's the, really the goal is to make sure that we're not just having these conversations um, in a very closed space. Um, but I really hope this interview gives you a little bit of insight into what this platform aims to be and what you can take away from it. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. We're available on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Until next time, peace, y'all.